hello everyone and welcome back to third episode um of random encounter and it is episode three for everyone because after the dithering and confusion of last time where i was going you know what's going on here and and, and which episode is which i decided i'm just going to put youtube episodes to match the podcast ones so they'll be an hour long it just makes more sense and it means we can keep track of it that said we are still recording these um back to back effectively so we'll have we'll be recording two episodes now um it's the easiest way for us to do it and then we will uh, we'll move on bit by bit by bit um but you guys will just see them in hour long episodes and uh, nice and simple for you lot um speaking of uh, changing our minds and doing things in different ways and, and all the rest of it. Um, we're, we're, we're having fun with technology. I have been having fun with technology this week and these guys are just being introduced to the fact that because we are on Foundry and because we use Foundry VTT and there are mods aplenty for this and I use the Pathfinder 2 uh, mod the for the ui to to give it a little bit more of an rpg feel and it's supposed to sort of tie it all in but they've changed it they've changed it they've changed a lot of it and um they've they've done a whole lot of weird stuff to it um including moving boxes and changing boxes and making them see through and everything else um this has been a kind of a, a bit of a sudden experience for, for certainly for me to, to get it all working and get it to work for these guys so that it's up and running. Um, so if we start in this lesson going, where's this gone? <laughs> That's why it's because the UI has been changed. Um, speaking of things changing and rapidly moving around and, and everything else, uh, how, how is all of my players doing? Have you been doing anything interesting over the last sort of as I say, two weeks, um, life has changed for many of us, I am sure. Um, <laughs> I, I've completely stopped working. Um, not, not because of this. Uh, not, not in some brave new world of trying to become a, a professional GM, but simply because I moved, was moving between jobs and got told by my first job that I didn't need to come in anymore. Fine. Sure. Yeah. Whatever. Got two weeks off. Fact, a bit longer than that so let's go around just to sort of catch up with everybody um let's go with mosrin um jj my old friend how are you doing i'm not doing too bad uh things are mostly the same still um still in the same place um still going on with streaming um changed over from my usual sci-fi stuff more across to satisfactory at the moment mm -hmm. um and a couple of more uh, an indie game i think yeah uh, two indie games technically uh but yeah and that's still much the same. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, okay, so that is um, that is JJ. Uh, let's go over to Lily. Anya, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Like work's busy as always. Um, <laughs> as I say I've got some holiday next week. I'm going to be probably playing a lot of computer games. But you know, um, yeah. Being fairly quiet, actually. I mean, um, the holiday is one of those things that you seem to very rarely get, so I'm quite impressed that you've managed to grab hold yeah. of something. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've got, like, a workplace due, actually, on Friday. So we're going to um, a nice curry house. So, uh, um, and going back roughly to lockdown stuff, like, I've been working at this new place for quite a few months now. Haven't seen anybody in person. So this is actually the first time <laughs> I'm going to actually see actual human beings in a workplace environment sort of it's like how do i be like professional 
Or like, am I just going to be my silly old self and then just make an absolute fool of myself? Yeah. Apart from that, Apart you know, from that, it's just going well. Fair enough. Human I, beings I, are overrated. They are. <laughs> So I was I wasn't going to bring this up straight, you know. In this one, we'll do we'll do more about this in the in the start of the next one. But twenty twenty one has been um it's been and gone, hasn't it? It's been one of those everything's sort of disappeared um in terms of time. Can't believe it mm-hmm. is, uh, and <laughs> only in the veil ever so slightly here because of course most people that watch this won't watch this in October because I won't be putting it on the internet in october it'll be after that once i've done a bit of editing um but we are in october already and that just oh, seems is it my you you've gone you you've interestingly anya has now frozen in time i think you're moving again yeah, there you are back. there you yeah, are you're yeah. back okay but yeah um so yeah we're in october already which just is crazy for this year uh so phelan uh dave how are you uh how are you doing uh, life continues much the same um, <laughs> <laughs> work is work yeah. family care is family care yeah. playing silly playing silly role-playing games is playing silly role-playing games uh of which i have a reasonable amount at the moment i'm getting close to actually venturing out and possibly playing some warhammer with people oh. which is oh People but that's people. a long story. That's a longer story for another time. People, um, people in person <laughs> over the over a table. I'm not sure about this one. Mm. <laughs> I know, but oh dear. And, and you know, I've, I have painted all the plastic little uh, sci-fi skeletons, so I'm go- damn well going to use them. That's um, fair, <laughs> fair, enough, fair enough. I know you you like having a lot of miniatures for your for your um, RPG, so I wasn't sure if you were delving into some weird sort of sci-fi horror uh, game, but um... <laughs> well, they'll do for that as well. <laughs> That's fair. That's I, fair. I, I I am looking forward to uh, getting back to in-person gaming, so I can. Um use quite a lot of the scenery and miniatures that i have been grabby hands little goblining over the past two years yeah i I must say this lockdown has meant that kickstarter has seen quite a lot of my money (laughs) and next year i'm probably going to get close to about a thousand different miniatures and i'm just like i've got to paint and build those at some point (laughs) oh you Um, went a lot you went so far as to even going for ones that weren't pre-molded pre you know Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah like yeah. a lot of these are like dragons that I've got to build myself oh, and all sorts. So, um, <laughs> like, I'm definitely more of a painter than a war game at this point. Um, I, I but... am currently waiting to see what happens with um, the one Kickstarter that I'm I'm kind of holding, uh, not holding back on. I'm 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 holding my breath for when it will come out, but um, because they they've they've never really given us a release date. But I I do have an almost complete full in pledge for the Darkest Dungeon board game. Um, I've got that too. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, they're not really letting us know when it's coming, are they? They're being very quiet about yeah, it. But, uh... Like I think originally it said November, but they've definitely had delays with that. So yeah. I'm I'm hoping next year. Yeah, just a bit, just a bit. Um, and I'm going to swing this open to one last person, Nephi. Becky, how have you been? How's things been in the last two weeks? Yeah, life's life. <laughs> <laughs> um, as Matt knows, obviously, have been LARPing, um, mm-hmm. where we were 
uh, with actual people. Um, yeah, yeah. I know. A story comes with that, doesn't it? Because of what happened the, the very day after um, we all got back with um, with a friend of ours who, uh, oh, so so just just for for everybody's uh, awareness on this one and 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 fun that you can't ever trust everything that you do with COVID because this this unfortunately mm. did bite us a little bit. Uh, there was a requirement to have your COVID passport. There was a requirement to do an LFT test before, um, and everybody did, and everybody was negative, and everybody handed in their their text messages and everything else. The day after we all got back, most people were sensible enough to also do another LFT test. And one of the group turned around to everybody and went, positive. I've just tested positive. Oh, no. Did the whole getting the one ordered through the post. Mm -hmm. Everybody else goes into overdrive, making sure we're taking LFTs pretty much every other day just to make sure that nothing's wrong. They yep. do the through the post one, get the results back. Yeah, this is positive. You've got a positive COVID. Um, they are only okay. just they are only just recovering. I have been sort of just checking up on them. And um, yeah, I, I if you are if you are watching, I don't know why you would be, but if you are watching, I hope you <laughs> I hope they're well and hope they're doing okay. But um, yeah. but yeah, um, thankfully, um, I did go into overdrive with LFT tests. I have been doing one nearly mm -hmm. every other day, and I haven't got Same. anything. Um, so you know, yeah. <laughs> thankfully, it was a really before. good event. It was just really mm. stressful a couple was, of days afterwards, yeah. where everyone was like, "Oh my god!" And what's, <laughs> panic what, stations. What's even worse about this is it's it's not it's not like this person made a mistake the first time. We're pretty certain they were 100% clear when they did their, their first LFT to get to the event. They're also double vaccinated. So it's like, you know, everything here should say that this really shouldn't have happened. But yeah. unfortunately, we are learning more and more they about all this stuff. And, and yeah. Someone in passing, didn't they, essentially? Um, yeah, I believe they think their next door neighbour <laughs> so. had it. Um, mm. So, you know. So. It is what it is, but simple. obviously everyone be careful. Yeah, simple thing. Oh, yeah. Keep wearing your masks, no matter what anybody says. If you're going oh, into a large please. place, wear your masks. Make sure you're LFTing before any events that you're doing. And make sure you mm -hmm. do some tests afterwards just to be 100% certain that you are safe. And, and you know what? Do them when you're at the event. Like, yeah. I was doing them daily that weekend. Well, yeah. And I did it when I did the LARP event early in the year as well. I was taking them every day, so I wasn't going to leave the hotel if anything came up. Yeah, yeah. Just That's a case well. of being sensible and safe with it. But, mm. yeah, I mean, I think the whole thing about this year is it's all been learning to live with stuff, but um, not in the way that our government wants us to. Um, yeah. I was going to say, I'm about to throw something at you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Take a while to get to you. We are, we are learning to change our lives completely in order to live with it there that's, we go that's what the, mm -hmm. thing, the whole thing is and uh, that is most definitely the safest approach um although speaking speaking of safe approaches that was a lovely little chance for me to segue into this uh we are oh, in a situation <laughs> where unfortunately things are not safe for uh your um lovely druid friend Kaylin, um, no as Mosran looks through a gap in the wall and sees a rather large shape start to move towards uh, the druid, who is currently looking at uh, what appears to be a slab of rotting maggot flesh. Um, Lovely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, shall shall we um, shall we 
kick this off then with uh, a simple request for everybody to roll your initiative uh, as it happens the combat tracker is already set up um you are already added to it and you can all roll for it um and let's get let's get a bit of music going as well and, i cannot do initiative as it turns out can you not oh wait i was going to use the thing on that um well i forgot that i was oh, using this the Breton foundry and rolled a three <laughs> so um if you want me to keep that that is what i rolled or if you want me to push the no button, no go for the go for the button on go for the button on the tracker it's it's far better it's okay. far better um so um yeah i will um oh. i will quite happily now say that um You've got we've got our encounter up on here and, and at the moment most of you can't see the, the creature itself um i'm kind of waiting to see what the reaction of a, a couple of my players are so um, let's let's begin this encounter and what i'll do is i'll uh, i'll reveal where the creature is because nephi uh because of your quick perception and your quick ability and because of the fact that in pathfinder <laughs> second edition there is no such thing as a surprise round that they don't exist Yay. um the only <laughs> thing that effectively matters is if my creature had beat all of you on initiative, it would get to act before any of you had seen it. Because functionally, mm -hmm. that's the idea of the way that it works. My creature rolled stealth. You guys rolled perception for the most part. Some of you probably rolled stealth as well. Um, so it is, uh, you use your initiative to work out whether or not you see somebody before they get to act. Um, but most of you have managed to, um, to go faster than this thing. So there's the creature. Um, and I'm wondering, uh, Nephi's not showing any sort of uh, knowledge of this, Mozran. You, you got any ideas based on that token what this might be? Um, problematic. Other than that, <laughs> you, you're not sure. Okay, that's that's, that's interesting. It um, looks like some weird toad thing. It does look like some weird to toad thing. Not in, the, not, in the, not in the early stuff, but you you have faced these in in the other game that we play. Oh, rats! Yes. No, oh, that's a no. problem. That's a problem. Oh no! That's definitely identified as a problem. <laughs> that's definitely identified as a problem. Apparently, uh, either case. Everybody stay back. Nephi, as this thing starts moving through the water, um, you do uh -huh. manage to spot it before it gets to Phelan. Um, or more, more accurately, as it gets next to Phelan, you can see it, and you get to act first. Okay. Um, it's an action to identify, isn't it? It is, yes. It would be an action to, to use the recall knowledge um, for the creature. Uh, you are more than welcome to do that, though, if you wish. I would, only I'm not likely to be able to identify it well, looking at my scores there. So you, I'm going to just go with, I'm going to shoot it. You're going to shoot it. That's fair. That's fair. Um because of the fact that you did you use stealth for your initiative or are you using um something else did uh, you use perception let's have a look now you use perception well, i think i just so put it on perception you yeah did. so you, you're not going to get your um sneak attack bonus here it's not going to be flat-footed to you either but you I, absolutely I can do because it's not had a go yet is that right or is no, it only that's, if it that's that's not in this edition of the game um flat-footed oh. is is you don't get flat-footed automatically uh, there have to be oh, conditions okay. for it to happen. Um, as a rogue, so... if you'd use stealth for your initiative and you'd beaten it in initiative order, you do get to have flat-footed for that first That's it. attack. But um, 
still getting used to it. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's fine. That's fine. So just for future right. reference, you are technically better if you are stealthing uh, in a, a yeah a fight. Um, okay, I rolled a twenty. A twenty against this creature will hit. Um, you can roll your mm -hmm. damage. Um, that's a five on damage. Five damage. Um, it does seem to take that quite hits in quite hard uh, into it. Um, so for your first action, you fire off your crossbow. Um, what do you want to do for your second action? Reload. I mean, that seems reasonable. <laughs> and then shoot it again. Okay. So second second one is a, an attack penalty. Um, I believe minus five for the crossbow, but I may be wrong. Um, yeah, I've got it written out here. So I'm only adding plus one this time. Yep. So 16. Uh, that one will skit off into the water. It Damn will it. miss it. Um, <laughs> With that sixteen, but uh, but you got in a, a guys roll hit. higher than sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> you got a decent hit in um, anyway, uh, and it now moves on to Anka's turn. Uh, Mozrin, you will be up next, um, but it is Anka's turn. So I don't really know what's going on. You... Um, I, all I've heard is that there's I something shouted. kind of in the water. Yes. Um, and you know, a, a sword and board is probably not amazing for water. Is there, um, obviously, the goblin-y things that we were fighting before had, um, obviously, darts and things. They did, yeah. Are there yeah. any of those kind of lying about that I could try and pick up? Uh, there's one of the bodies is right next to you, so you can certainly do an interact action to pick up a dart, but unfortunately, I would say it would be quite difficult to pick up multiple. Okay, um, I'll pick up a dart. Okay, so that's um, one action to do that. I will then run outside to see what's going on. Yep. Um, so I, it's 25, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Yeah, uh, collides with this one more. So you might have to move in parts, yeah, in bits. 5, 10. Diagonals are 5, right? Diagonals are 5 for the first one and 10 for a, a second 15, one. So. 20, 25. Yep. Um, and, then, yeah. and then can see... Yep. Now it's going to, it is going to get some cover because, as you said, there's there's people in front of you, so it will gain a bonus to its armor class. But you are more than welcome to try and throw that dart. I will um, try and throw a dart. I have no idea what I need in terms of bonuses for it. So you're, like, yeah. Hand. So you're going to be throwing with your dex, which is which is not great. You've not got a good no. dex bonus. Um, so I would imagine. Um, and this is where it gets a little bit fun. You are, at the very least, going to be trained in it. So you're going to have a plus... Um, plus three. Plus three. I'm just wondering if you might be slightly... No, it'll be a plus, just, just the plus three. Yes, just the plus three. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> 13. That dart goes nowhere near. It just you you try really hard. You're thinking about trying to get it in the, on the right target, but it's it's absolutely nowhere near. I'm afraid. I try. You did try. You did try. Uh, Mosrun, it of you. is now your turn. Because um, I'm up on the um, on the rickety bits right now, aren't I? Having you, snuggled forward. You are, but I will I will say that getting out of that probably is a free action just letting yourself drop 
Um, so I won't, I won't, I won't penalise you for that little bit of role playing that you did earlier. <laughs> you did in the other game, uh, or the, in the other session. That's uh, that's that was that was more entertainment value than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough. Then so let's see. Um, five, ten, twenty-five. Okay, let's run that. That's yep. twenty-five there. That's one move. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only going to be useful if I'm actually up and close with it. So, 25, 30, 25. Yep. Is that a legit 25? That is a legit 25. You'll have to probably manually move yourself because it won't like going through the walls, but you will definitely be able to do that. Um, sort cool. of squeezing past um, Anchor isn't going to be difficult. Oleron's going to be dead yep. easy to get past, so you can absolutely get yourself to there. At which point you come across, at the moment, it's more in the water. It's kind of a little bit. It's not gaining cover from it, but it is um, it is under the water um, as you run past Phelan, who doesn't seem to have noticed it's there. And <laughs> I'll effectively, as, as I do run past, I'll just basically lean in with the halberd first and go for the halberd strike. Yep. Um, go for a stab, which is a 7 plus 9 for 16. That is a miss. Uh, as we've established, 16 is not enough. Uh, Negative. And that, that, yeah, is, two, three. that is your action, at which point this creature then acts. Phelan, you will be after this, um, on the assumption that you are still standing. <laughs> uh, so... Oh no, oh no. <laughs> um, so, uh, it rears out of the water, and this creature is very peculiar looking. Uh, it looks like an overgrown toad. Um, it's of... A medium size so we're not talking tiny toad we're not talking small sort of like a goblin we're talking medium-sized toad this is quite a large you know quite a large toad um, and what is really striking about it is uh, uh, well actually there's quite a number of things that are striking about it firstly its body seems to be covered in pustules of really weird goo um, all over its back over its body um, which you're not entirely sure what that does but it does seem to be sort of roiling and moving within the skin so that doesn't that doesn't that doesn't seem (laughs) good in addition to that its entire tummy area seems to be also slimy in some way um and and if that wasn't bad enough um it has two huge fangs um that drop from its jaw in fact here you go let's let's just have you have a look at there you go there's so it's kind of like a half toad half walrus you could you could you could go that way but yeah there's a good description behold the toadrus <laughs> this rather unpleasant looking creature and uh, you've all got a, a picture of it now on your screen so. you know what i really like his eyebrows <laughs> They are dramatic, aren't that's, they? That's fair. That's, that's fair. So the first thing it's going to do is it's actually going to... Uh, one of those pustules on its back explodes, um, and it's it, it almost flings uh, its body forwards, um, and it's going to try and hit Nephi with this. Um, oh, damn it. Yeah, I thought you'd like that. Um, so... Um, it's going to make a attack roll against you with, um, with that... Uh, yeah, that's going to hit um, with a uh, 26. Um, thankfully, it can't actually do anything. My any... AC is a 16. 
I mean, that would be a crit, but thankfully it can't crit with this because there's no damage component oh, okay. to it. So uh, don't worry too much about that. <laughs> However, you you are hit with um, entangling slime. You are covered head to toe in this stuff. Um, it reduces mm-hmm. your speed by five foot um, for an hour. Um, it also makes you clumsy an warm hour? for an hour. Uh, uh, there's, some, there's a lake there. You can just have a bath. It's fine. Um, it's... <laughs> It also oh makes you clumsy one, so that's something that we that I will uh, very quickly just mark onto your uh, onto your character. You are you are now clumsy. Um, so there's a there's a clumsy marker on you, I'm afraid. Um, and uh, uh, on top of that, um, it takes three full actions to remove the slime. Um, so uh, so you are kind of a little bit stuck on this one now. Uh, it will then turn round to its original um, target, which was um, Phelan, uh, and it will try and hit you with its tusks. Uh, thankfully, the other thing is an attack, so it does it does impact um, what the bonus is to roll on this. Uh, but I think a twenty-four will probably hit you, Phelan. Twenty-four will indeed hit me, but it will not hit me by ten. That's good. Well, at least it's not a crit. <laughs> at least it's not a crit, um, which is probably a good thing because um, this thing hits quite hard, um, and you're going to take uh, ten points of damage. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. Um, it's oh, then God. seeing that there's quite so many people around it. Um, it's going to back off. Uh, it's actually going to mo- try and move away, um, and this is where we potentially see if uh, what sort of mechanics these people, this this group has. So it moves away. Uh, you have it, Moz. <laughs> I do indeed. You do indeed. Barely. Yes, In I, believe, I believe. You, oh, yeah. I believe being a, a fighter, you have a reaction for this. Boudreaux, you stab him. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll just go double check myself for myself. Uh, I do indeed have an attack of opportunity, so I'm going to start, stab it right in the butt mm. uh, with Halbert. That's a th- uh, 12 plus 9, so that's a 21. 21 is absolutely a hit. You have definitely mm. hit this creature. Uh, roll your damage, please. Damage. What's the damage dice on a Halbard? Is. Something. Um, <laughs> dice, numbers, actions. Just tell you what damage is. Okay. Equipment list. That'll tell me. No, it won't. No, so go to your actions. Yeah. Uh, and where it says damage on the halberd, just hover your mouse over the top of it and it will, um, uh, it'll let you know there. At least it should do, it says. Um, it, it does if you're popped in. It doesn't if uh, you're popped in. Okay. It's 1d10 piercing. 1d10 plus 4. Perfect. I mean, that's a considerable amount. It is. I'll take a 5 and 4 for 9. Uh, 9 points damage is um, pretty substantial. Uh, it uh, it does seem to have taken a wedge out of this thing uh, as it moves away. But uh, it is definitely still swimming and still quite happy. Um, so, Balen, it is now your go. That was its three actions. So, let's start with the reaction you were all waiting for. <laughs> Bilford H. Boggy, that's a big bugger. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I like. <laughs> right. So, Bailey's going to throw the horns and hit it with an electric arm. <laughs> I love how you throw the horns. Well, oh, you need I to throw the horns for an electric arc. It's important. Because yeah. yeah, it, it's between those two prongs is where it's going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't work so, otherwise. Yeah. So can Kodras make a, a basic reflex save DC 17? Please? A basic reflex save at DC 17. Uh, yes, I can certainly attempt to make one of those. Uh, I will, however, uh, fail, but not critically fail. Um, so okay. It can have six whole points of electric damage. I mean, that, I mean it doesn't particularly like that, so, you know, it's, it's a reasonable um, way of going. Ah, right. So I need to put my damage on the right person. But never mind. Uh... Yes, Oleron should not have that much damage. Oh, uh, Silek, what happened to your poor badger? Did it jump in front of the tusks? It went dark on the tusks. Right. And, and then, for my third action, I, I'm going to take a little step over here. Out of the way. So, so <laughs> out of the way. So we, we have we have the rather excellent ablative orc. Yeah, no, that's, that seems fair enough. Uh, so round to the top of turn two, it is Nephi's turn. <laughs> Nephi, that's an are... excellent ablative orc. <laughs> yeah. you, you are you are clumsy. That is going to make things like your yeah. range attack rolls a little bit harder. Um, stealth acrobatics. Seem to remember it was me who got hit first the last time that I fought one of these things, oh, didn't it? Well, I mean, you've got no idea what the, one of these things is, so you should never know for <laughs> sure. Uh, but yes, I believe in in the other game that is exactly I remember right. my my plan last time was just to stay really still and deal with it after the fight. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, because I have to get up close and personal to do that. I'm just uh, so I reload. Yep. I try and shoot the bugger. Okay, you you can absolutely make, try and make that roll. Um, so what um, does clumsy do? So clumsy yeah. is quite a wide ranging condition. Quite a lot of these are. Uh, it always has a value with it. In this case, it's one. Um, and anybody that's got this has a status penalty equal to that value to pretty much anything that Dex does. So. Armor class, reflex save throws, ranged attack rolls, skill checks, which are acrobatics, stealth, thievery. But basically anything that uses your decks is impacted by clumsy. Nephi is not much of a rogue. Not really a dex-based character, no, not at all. No, not even the slightest. Everything's about strength for me with my minus one or whatever it is, I don't know. No, it's not quite as bad as that. Okay, so I normally add six. Yep. Are you gonna? Shall I give you the total and then you adjust? No, no, no. You you include the adjustment if you wouldn't mind. So the the you take into account the so condition I... if you if you would. So the extra minus. So one. I'm adding six and then minusing Correct, one. So yeah. I'm adding five. You're adding five. Eighteen is a hit. Is a hit. Okay. Ooh. So roll your damage. You you're quite good with that uh, little hand crossbow that you've got, or. Four. Four, four points of damage. I mean, you, you, you almost always hit, but you're not always doing a lot of damage, are you really there, Nephi? Um, so you've reloaded. You... Shut up, you. Harsh. <laughs> <laughs> just being so mean. He's just really like, what I have I done? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you're saying. I don't, I don't understand. I've just been 
my my uh, my honor has just been besmirched. Um, right. Anyway, yeah, we're all staying quiet because we don't want to get caught up. And in then it. I. <laughs> I will then reload again so I'm ready for the next oh, round okay, if okay. it gets for another uh, round. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Anka, it is your turn. Yes. Um, so, after seeing um, probably a little bit of a bloody Phelan, um, I start running in the direction of the toad um, while uh, chanting um, some words. Um, my hand starts to glow, mm -hmm. um, and I kind of run past Phelan. So I guess my first action is kind of yeah, moving. Yeah, to move, move around to... the corner. I, I will, yeah, you, you move yourself yeah. up to there, yeah. Um, but kind of while I'm running past, um, my hand um, is glowing, and I kind of like smash um, Phelan in the chest. Um, with with healing <laughs> slap and take the rest of his hit points away, <laughs> like nicely in the wound, yeah, um, and like rip your heart out. No, um, I, I I heal you for um, six hit points. Okay, as I lay on hands. Yep, that's fair. So um, a move a move action, then you cast your focus spell yeah. uh, to to lay on hands, um, and you get a plus two status bonus to AC for one round. That's pretty good. Um, yeah. I'm assuming this is deep-ish water. So it's about four foot deep. Um, so the creature is still visible. You can still see it. Um, it's probably slightly below the surface, but but enough of it that you could you could get to it and hit it. But you've got to remember that it's then going to be getting up to your chest, which does make it difficult terrain, so it would slow you down in the process as well. Uh, you would move half speed. Okay, um, well, no, not to be outdone by the massive orc next to me, um, I will continue to pursue the toad-like thing. Um, I can't even raise my shield, so actually I'm going to drop my shield and put both hands on my sword and start charging towards it. Yep, that's fair um, enough. I can't make a swing. Um, and I don't know how fast I can get. So, so is that, uh, probably that's gonna, that, that'll be oh. five. You find you fo that's five foot okay. to there, but that's now going to be fifteen foot to, to there, okay. uh, and it would cost you another ten to make another step. Uh, okay, so I can reach there. I just can't make a swing. You can't because you wouldn't have any actions there yeah. to spare anyway. Uh, Mosrin, it is now your turn. Question. You've seen Anchor wade out into the water after the shadow that's now in there. I'm just gonna double check my feet. Um, skill feats, underwater marauder. Hmm. Coming from the sailor background, you've learned to fight underwater. You're not flat-footed whilst in water, and you don't take usual penalties for using bludgeoning or slashing melee weapons in water. Um, I presume we're not deep enough for that to start I, to come into play. I would not classify this water as deep enough. You're getting, you're going to be able to do full overhead swings and and all the rest of it. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna classify it as that. But certainly, you are still slowed down. By by the pro by the depth of the water, so cool, and it's effectively double to get anywhere, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So that would take you two actions realistically to sort of be there. Um, yep, that's cool. I'll take that. Yeah, take two to get up to there. Charge forward with Mozran, <laughs> who on the way past will again take that very careful over overhead swing to bring it. Over Anchor's head and then sharply down with a with a halberd, <laughs> deliberately timing it so that it's a chop and swing forward. Fair enough. Make that attack. Um, yeah, I'm, assuming you can't get, I'm assuming you can't get one step to the right, can you, Marsman? 
Uh, sadly, that would be 30 feet to go one step to the right. Yeah, can't quite get that flank. Can't six feet. quite. Sad time. Otherwise, I would have. Um, that that said, uh, it is also I... in the water, um, and I would suggest it might also be flat-footed due to that. So. Okay, so here we're going for the strike. 17 plus 9 for a 28. That will be a critical hit, even without, with Yay. or without the flat-footed. Uh, that is a big old hefty swing that you come down with. So uh, <laughs> roll your damage and double it, please. So what will it be? 1d10 plus 4 doubled. 1d10 plus 4, then double. Yep. You double so everything in this. 3 plus 4 makes 7 to 14. 14 points of damage. Um, would you uh, would you be so kind as to describe <laughs> how this creature is ended quite so quickly? In that case, then, is literally as he's charging through, obviously forewarned by the, the sudden raging and splashing of water, uh, Anchor takes out that half-ducking action, which just leaves an exploitative gap for Mosran to bring in the halberd. And just as he's just running past, just end it with a full, full swing and half-kneel into the... Uh, into the, the edge of the bank there, not looking back because, you know, you don't look backwards at explosions or apparently exploding griblies. Mm. <laughs> this Locked creature drops into the water, sort of floats away. This is, this is probably the first time I've done any considerable damage to you guys uh, so far with the two fights that we've had, but um, <laughs> Phelan is looking a little bit beaten up, uh, a little bit worse for wears for the one one hit, and Nephi is covered from head to toe in this horrible, <laughs> sticky, almost hardened fluid um, that that seems to be causing her all manner of problems in, you know, moving and just functioning around, yeah. Um, Phelan's going to sidle over to Nephi and start to use <laughs> prestidigitation to clean her up. <laughs> Glad you clarified what this was. <laughs> it's going to be better to get it out of her hair with magic. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm saying nothing to that. <laughs> Probably for the best. <laughs> Uh, I'm just and for you lot at home, <laughs> sit down mean? and think about what you've done. <laughs> I'm just going to move on swiftly and forget that you did anything that could remotely um, constitute anything sort of out of the ordinary at all. Yeah. Um, so you're going to ignore my every contribution. <laughs> 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 Moswell's just going to step on the bank and kind of laugh at what's going on because, yeah. yeah. I'm just kind of like, in a kind of, I don't know if you can do this, but, you know, kind of friendly way, but kind of giving you dirties. And Moswell's like, <laughs> I've gone all the way to the water, got my sword out, was going to look heroic. And he just kind of ran past me and did it. I was like, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, let's face it, at the end of the day, all of the now, we're all, we're all about getting rid of the threats to civilization. This is. This is what we're trained for, in theory. Okay, so just to... We were trained? <laughs> just to oh, remind you guys... Anyway. Just to remind you guys of the area that you're in, just so you're aware and all the rest of it. So there are tangles of reeds that grow in thick clusters around the edge of this muddy pond. The water appears murky with algae and the half-decayed body of a three-foot-tall scaly humanoid lies on the pool's northern bank, half-buried in mud and leaves. So if you recall last time, uh, Mosra and I mentioned that there appeared mm. to be something that looked a lot like a cobbled, 
Um, yes. Corpse sort of lying against the wall on this northern. Um, I also mentioned that this this area here that you're in, you can you can see that there's a the the drawbridge on the um, to the west of you, uh, and I said that that was quite high. You mm -hmm. can quite lift yourself up onto it because the. As I said, this the water is about four foot deep, but there's also a, like a bank anyway, so the the drawbridge is quite high up, and very similar to this uh, eastern side where you can see that there is a a walkway that's built um, sort of over uh, on a on a on a proper bridge, proper stone bridge sort mm -hmm. of thing, but it's a good sort of nine ten foot to get up to it because from the four foot deep water so if you were on a yeah. bank and able to lift yourself up onto it it would be easier but you can also see that the walls of that bridge kind of block you off from being able to do that from the bank there's only a gap in the center area where the water is so it's, it's really awkwardly constructed to sort of sneak onto there maybe with a bit of work and a bit of help you could do it but um at the moment you've uh, you've got one entrance in through the over that drawbridge um which you can easily manage and the others the other options other than potentially walking around the whole building um mm. you can't can, see any clear can we see these holes so yes those holes are um proper archers um slots okay so okay. you can see that they're there and you could probably maybe get up close to them and have a look in but you know, it's still quite high walls, and they're where you'd expect art archer slots to be. So they're quite mm -hmm. high up as well. Um, there, you're aware of the sort of design of these things, where it's very narrow on this side and probably expands out on the inside to give an archer a proper, um, proper line of sight uh, if they were ever dealing with an invading army. So the way as I see is it is we got two ways in. And he'll, he'll point up towards the, the, the drawbridge. That thing looks a bit rickety, but uh, it's going to be a lot easier than trying to climb up there. We're not going to be entirely subtle, or at least I'm not. He's going to tap his breastplate. Um, unless anyone, anyone's got grapnels or anything like that to try and get us up there. Up where, sorry? You've got this bit of a bridge piece over here near the side of the water. I can try oh. and give you a leg up if you want. Might be a quite a way in. Or less, less expected way in. I don't know. I don't have We've that. not exactly been quiet out here. Exactly. They know, and and young bugger who shins mm. across that rope will have warned his mates. Might as well go for the so, easy route then. Or do we want to try and take both sides? There's a healthy amount of building between. We could try it. Um, like, I'm sure if one of us got in trouble, we could shout loud enough. Um, but, you know, take them by surprise. What surprise? Well, if there's only two people walking in one direction, they might think, you know, there's only two people, let's get them. And then, you know, the other two come round back. Did the other one get away? Proper get yes. away. Ah, then the other's more than two. They might think they're trying to find another way around. At least I think it got away. Did it get away? Did you? Did no, I away? thought you shot with uh, a crossbow. Did it, it, I don't know. The one that was, climbing, that was across. climbing across got shot by a crossbow bolt and fell into the water. Yeah. Um, okay. I wonder whose bolt that was. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> um, but yeah, I don't think that they do know we're here right now. 
Okay. So as apart from, apart from the noise you made there. As you're wandering around over on that side of the um island, uh sort of the lake area, uh Mosran, two things that you notice. The first thing is that the body uh on that shore is most definitely a cobalt. Uh it has markings mm. of the local cobalt tribe that you had problems with quite a few years ago uh when you were first sort of around in Atari. Uh in addition to that though. Uh, it has a backpack um, and a couple of uh, things sort of catch your eye inside. Firstly, it's hmm. carrying four gold. Um, so there are four gold pieces nice. in, in the various things. The other thing is something that appears to be a um, a snare, but it's not been fully set up yet. Um, so it's actually got a snare kit, uh, not snare kit, a, a spike snare. Um, but it's bundled up securely in a little backpack, so you'd you'd have to sort of unpack it and set it. But effectively, there is a, a trap that could be set up should you ever need it uh, in there. The second thing that you notice as you're sort of wandering around over there is that there is um, there's two doors up on that raised area. Okay, so you've been wandering across. There's a door that goes mm -hmm. further into the main building. There's a door that appears to go into this large structure on the eastern island. And stood next to the um, door on the um, on the sort of outbuilding, as it were, uh, mm -hmm. you can see what appears to be a heavily armoured figure um, just sort of propped up against the door. It's got a mace in one hand. It is armoured head to toe, but it doesn't seem to be moving. And it doesn't seem to have seen you. When you say armoured figure, do I have any inkling if this is a statue or a genuine, as in person in a suit or a something in a suit? Um, this being a dubious location. It looks like it's a something in a suit. Okay, I'm going to... Because he'll been standing on it, like leaning on his halberd a little bit. He's just going to very gently lower it to like halfway, just so it's flat, and just push away. This is push what, away motions. Yeah, this is what you can see, leant up against the door. Yeah, he's, he's basically going to push, use push away motions and move towards anchor and indicate moving back, and he's going to move back himself. Okay. So you are more than welcome, guys, to move yourself on the um, on the map while uh, where you're set moving to around. Combat. Um, is it set to combat still? It should be. Or I am. Oh, that's annoying. Uh -huh. There you go. You've got free movement back again now. <laughs> that's uh, that's that's the joy of um, of deleting a combat before ending it. Apparently, uh, it sometimes <laughs> will do that. So. Uh, so to be so. clear, have we spent enough time that I'm no longer clumsy? Um. You will have spent enough time that you are no longer clumsy. Yes, I, I, you can certainly have spent the three actions to have uh, to mm. have got rid of the stuff that's on you. So, um, yeah, that's not a problem. I will remove Thanks. that condition from you. There you are. Oh, that's better. <laughs> better AC again. <laughs> yeah, I'll basically just move us away. Um, and when, when, we've, when we've got a bit of space and a bit of a gap, I'll just say that yeah, it's, I don't know what it is, but I don't think we want to be climbing up onto that ledge just yet because there's something I mean, up I can there. shoot it if you want. 
Sure, but it <laughs> looked like it should be dead already, but isn't. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, definitely a little bit rotting around the mandibles. <laughs> Maybe that's the look he's just going for, like. Yeah, well, that and the dentistry, you know, the exposed dentistry going on. <laughs> for sure, yeah. Exposed dentistry. <laughs> I mean, he could, you know, it could just be lacking sleep. That's why his eye sockets look sunken in. You know, it could could just be. So he's a reasonable. new parent. I mean, I can't believe you're being so rude. That's the one. Yeah, totally. You go and shoot that new parent right in the head. Go for it. Hey. That's exactly what they want, anyway. I don't mean this. Uh -huh. I don't mean this. This is not right. But too late, Effie before? has already taken aim. Uh. Right. Come on, I'm hidden I'm first, though. I'm going to do the will, stealth first. I'll, yeah, you, you you can sneak yourself around. That's no problems at all. Uh, I will roll that. And uh, Can you just tell me your stealth bonus, please? Uh, plus six. Uh, okay, you feel that you are being as stealthy as you can be. Uh, I shall <laughs> bear in mind the number I have just rolled. I think if Nephi is going to be firing at this thing and they haven't seen us yet, we might want to use it as a kind of like a signal shot where we charge through the doors ourselves because we're not going to be able to get this thing, are we? So, um, well, if she shoots you in there, it's going to come down here probably. What I, well, what I will say is... Um, at the moment, you've got no real way of climbing up there. It would be some serious effort for you guys to get up there. There is no other visible doors that you can I mean, reach apart here. from the one on the on on, yeah. on the drawbridge. Yeah. So. So Nephi fires at the thing. Um, if Nephi doesn't kill it or not kill it or whatever you do to something that's half rotten, destroy, um, destroy. <laughs> Um, in a single shot, then it might end up bringing lots of friends. So mm -hmm. we possibly want to be breaking through at the same time to catch what's on the other side of the door. Okay. So a couple of us, are we going to try and catch you down here or are we going to try and sneak through the building first? I think probably try and sneak through the building. Okay. okay. All right. So Nephi is asked to sort of hold on to this a little bit. Um by the sense things. In fact, Nephi, if we just thinking tactically a bit, do you reckon you could get a shot from the bridge across to where it is? That certainly seems like it probably is easier. Because all the angles and everything else uh -huh. would make it although then you've got the problem of distance, of course. Um, which yeah. would make yeah. it slightly harder. But, um, in fact, what I would like Just thinking you... to be not so far away. What I'd like Nephi to do, actually, is roll an intelligence check. Okay. So just, just simply simply roll a d20 and add your intelligence modifier. 16? So a couple of things cross your mind. Firstly, if it's undead there are quite a lot of undead that are more or less immune to crossbow bolt you know piercing attacks because there's not enough substance to them that it would actually hurt them it's all i hit for um, is piercing <laughs> but, 
Yeah. Um, but the other thing that crosses your mind is because of the situation where the walls come across, where that um, skeleton is, and the extra height and elevation, or potentially distance, it's a next to impossible shot. Even for somebody <laughs> like you, it would be far too difficult mm. to do from where you are. You need to work out another route to that bridge in order to be able to make that sort of attack. So we just try and go in through the doors? <laughs> I say, I'm not stopping you doing it. I'm just saying it would be a really difficult shot. So what's your feelings on it, Nephi? From the bridge, or are we going to try something else? Well, it ain't going to be easy to hit. And if it is undead, then I don't know how much damage it's going to do, other than alert. Okay. In that case, then we'll go in through the building and have a rummage. Um, more subtle way. Yeah. Try a slightly more subtle way, maybe get you a better angle um, when we're closer up. Another possible thing, then, if we do walk across that bridge, it's got a pretty good line of sight of that bridge, right? It's going to be pretty, pretty clear that we're crossing it. Could we try and go through the water and then throw a rope over the drawbridge and kind of climb up close to the wall? Might not sure. be able to see us there and then just kind of sneak in. You got a rope with you? Yeah. Cool. Get the rope out of my bag. Okay. I do. I'm more than willing to, to allow people to, to come up with this as an idea. So, uh, yeah, um, you, if you move your token sort of, or I would suggest, around the building and get yourself uh, sort of Bang. in the water or... Hang on a minute. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on a minute. We'll go around the other side. We'll give it a little <laughs> bit more gap and a little bit more distance. Yeah. You not kind of use of the bridge as cover to an yeah. extent. So I, as you're getting around, around to this, I will do the description and people can merrily watch you guys move all your tokens around the map. <laughs> um, a wooden drawbridge, its timbers grey with age and decay, spans the 20-foot gap between the outbuilding and the sprawling ruin on the island. Rusty iron chains hang from the ruin's northern wall to the drawbridge's southern side. The chains look ready to fall apart, giving the drawbridge's structural integrity an extra layer of dubiousness. Uh, and what I would what I would say is there's there's a there's a there's a, a perception check to see uh, what you can see about this um, bridge. Um, the perception check is a, uh, a a DC five perception check, which means that everybody apart from Anya automatically passes. Um, <laughs> and the only what thing I, I can the only thing I can do with this dice roll is functionally roll ones to make all of you fail. I'm not sure that's going to happen. Uh, so let's uh, let's let's have a nice quick roll. I did roll one one, um, which meant that Nephi didn't work out what was going on. But everybody else, uh, including Anya, uh, is is capable of spotting that the the bridge has actually been not only is it old, but it's also been sabotaged. Um, some, some somebody has um, actually undercut uh, undercut the supports um, to to sort of uh, really weaken them. You probably could have walked across it. Uh, small creatures could have just walked across with no problems whatsoever. Uh, smaller, smaller, medium-sized creatures, one at a time, it would have been fine. 
Um, now, whether well, there's one small creature that's going to have to, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because while he can I, climb, he can't it, climb I... ropes. Right, <laughs> and we are not playing Kajit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all rather... four of us could walk on that with no problems. What are you on about? <laughs> so what I will say is, uh, I I would quite like um, a uh, a role from uh, anchor, and I'm going to suggest that considering what you're trying to do is tie um, rope um, up in a, in a particular way, you can you can do one of two things. You could do an athletics check for just the general sort of physical strength tying ropes that sort of way or uh, a thievery check um for a more sort of skilled approach at, uh, at tying up the ropes i was thinking much more athletics that's fair um, that's fair before, so. yep um so sorry so go on kind of trying to throw it as hard as i can so it goes over yeah um and then kind of having both ends kind of either side of the bridge i could kind of get a knot system yep Leave up the knot up so it kind of then claps around the top of the drawbridge, and then we've got a single rope that we can climb up. Yeah. Now I will say that the the bridge is structurally weak, um, so I will still have the same sort of limitation. It will probably only be one person at a time that can climb up onto okay. this bridge. Um, how, so, how is the internal door in the gatehouse barred? It is or not you actually. You can just open it. Okay. Uh, oh, um, sixteen. Luckily, I've got a plus seven for athletics. Yeah, I will. I will more than happily say that that for the purpose of what you're doing, you're not trying to do anything overly complicated with the rope. So um, I'm more than happy to say that you can do that. Uh, that simple tie. That's not a problem whatsoever. However, it, it will now be. Um, Depending on who's going first and whether or not you're sending the badger over first or um, or, or one of you to get up there and open the door before the badger goes running over. Um, one of you will need to make an athletics check now to actually get up out of the water and onto the bridge. Um, I'll, I'll totally go first, seeing as the vote's probably in my hand at this point. Yeah. So. I'll provide a boost if, if appropriate or assistive. You, I, I mean, the aid rule at this at your level is horrendous. It's very yeah. difficult to do it. So um, let's. Uh... I rolled a twenty-six. So even without aid, I don't know. I'm more than <laughs> happy for you to say right. that you get yourself up to the door. That's. I'm certainly going to go with that. You, you can, you can do that with the with the rope. So um, yeah, by all means, move yourself up onto there. Uh, you are pretty much the only person that's going to be able to manage it. Um, at this point in time um but the door appears to be unbarred um and available for you to open up um, i guess what I'm... so i guess if i'm still on the bridge no one else can really come up at the moment or we risk breaking it correct so I need yeah to open the door and Although, see what's in the other side. i would say actually where you are there's probably hard earth underneath you so i would say that you you're okay where you are to add another person stood next to you but then adding anybody else behind you would be a real problem <laughs> um, well i'll open the door just a little bit to see if there's anything obvious behind it and then if there's nothing that i can see i'll beckon everyone else by across. all means <laughs> click on that door and open it up um do i want to oh uh, well that's that's entirely up to you <laughs> okay three two one okay i can't see anything 
Are you sure? <laughs> Scroll yourself up. I can see things. Oh. Piles of rotting timbers and loose stones lie in heaps throughout this large uh, L-shaped hall, and you can see that it, it, it spans off to one side. Clumps of moss and tangled vines slip down from gaps in the wooden ceilings above each pile of rubble. Several doors lead out to all sides, most barely clinging to their hinges and frames. Debris completely blocks a wooden stairwell that leads up to a large hole in the ceiling. Here and there, the stone walls bear the scars of fire or damage from an ancient battle. But it's not just that that catches your eye, and I'm sure you can see that that's uh, that, that, that there's something ahead of you here, Anya. Um, there are two <laughs> creatures that you can see okay. at the moment, just the two. The two creatures that you can see, one of them is very, very familiar. You've seen one of these things. It's diminutive and small and sort of trying to clamber all over this... Um, all over this various sorts of bits of rubble and things that are all over the place. Um, it's another one of those blue gremlin-y type creatures, goblin-y type creatures that you've seen before. But it's wandering around with, well, something vile and horrible. Large, bloated, segmented, white body writhes and twists as this creature is led around by the original blue one on what can only be best described as a rudimentary leash um, made of sort of rope um, and, and the like, like wrapped around its body um, it has small unpleasant little legs that seem to be shifting uh, moving around at the front but actually for the most part it's moving by the the undulation of its body um, your immediate thoughts on this creature are that it kind of looks a little bit like a maggot but maybe three four hundred times bigger than it should be there it is that is lovely well. lovely creature Ew. and as you open the door <laughs> because you weren't trying to be sneaky about it and you weren't trying to be stealthy about it. I was. <laughs> <laughs> we were. We weren't doing it. You're further back. <laughs> <laughs> but as as you are as you open up the door and you try and sneak your way in without really sort of doing this doing the stuff to do it. Thankfully the maggot does not look your way, but the mit flip the, the creature, the blue creature does. It turns and it looks at you, and in its sh shrill, slightly horrible voice, it shouts, "Oh no, get him!" <laughs> and that's where we'll surprise. end this episode. And we're going to go and get some <laughs> drinks, and um, we'll start next week. I think next time on on, on this little fight. Um, so yeah, I'll start generating a character now, then, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> All you need to do is just close the door again. <laughs> yeah. We have established this in other games, haven't we? You know, you open the door, you throw yeah. the car on, and you close the door, and, and then happens. you close the door again, and it's fine. You, your downside <laughs> is you've got no fire bombs this time. Oh, uh, in either yeah, case, we'll, uh, we'll 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 go and have our break. We're going to have a drink, and we will come back in a little bit to do the next part. Uh, well, the next episode for everybody. So those people watching and listening, goodbye for now. And um, yeah, we'll catch you for the second part Bye. of this. Yeah.